beautiful. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. It is great. It's great to be together. There is an old Jerusalem folktale that tells of a man who went from hospital to hospital to hospital, checking the list of patients. When asked, why are you doing this? He said, I just want to make sure that I'm not on any of the lists. While this story might be telling of our nature as Jews to complain about certain ailments. Oh, my back, my neck is killing me, my shoulder. Rabbi Ruvain Hammer, the founder of the Masorti conservative movement in Israel, suggests that few have prized the gift of life as fervently as the Jews. We celebrate the wonder of being alive. Every morning we begin our day with gratitude by saying, Ani and Elohai Nishama, thanking God for returning our soul to us, for the gift of our soul, for the gift of our lives. Rabbi Hammer writes, perhaps the precarious nature of Jewish existence, the history of exiles and defeats, the memories of pogroms, of Cossacks, and of the Holocaust have taught us to value life so passionately. There is a life-affirming attitude that underlies the Jewish experience. The psalmists teach, Ze hayom asa Adonai, nagila venismecha vo. This is the day that God has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So if we value life so much, and if we are so grateful for each and every day. Why are some days harder than others? Why do I wake up some mornings not wanting to get out of bed to start my day, not wanting to deal with the mundane tasks like the dishes that pile up, the lunches that need to be made, the ins and outs of each day that sometimes make life monotonous and demanding and sometimes causing us to take the gifts of our lives for granted. Today, we celebrate Rosh Chodesh Elul, the beginning of the month preceding Rosh Hashanah in the high holiday season. Today, we once again begin to think about these very questions. How do we sanctify life? How do we choose life when life is not always the easiest to choose? Each day, each day during the month of Elul, we recite Psalm 27, 
as a way of spiritually preparing ourselves for the new year. The psalm begins with a feeling of calm and gratitude and shifts to a tone of desperation, crying out in agony, pleading with God not to abandon us. Life is complex. Finding ways to navigate between the mundane and the holy, two sides of a coin, both part of the wholeness of life. Towards the middle of the psalm, the author beseeches us, beseeches God and says, Achat sha'alti me'et Hashem. One thing, one thing I ask of you, God, this is what I want. I want to dwell in the house of God all the days of my life. All the days. What does this mean? According to Talmudic tradition, the psalm written by King David, a man whose life was consumed by war. It's a plea that God grant him physical and spiritual refuge. The wars of King David can be seen as a metaphor for the battles we each face. And when he says, I seek to dwell in the house of God all the days of my life, he is crying out. He's crying out for respite from the toils of war. To not have to deal with the challenges that life presents. But is it really possible? Is it really possible to completely avoid the challenges? Samson Raphael Hirsch wrote that the psalm does not mean that we should actually yearn to dwell in the house of God all the days of our lives. It's impossible. Even the Kohanim, the priests in the temple in Jerusalem who worked in the temple, they weren't in the temple all the time, at every moment. Rabbi David Galinkin, the head of the Schechter Institute in Israel, shares that the expression comes to say that if we sanctify our lives, then every single place becomes a house of God. The focus being on the actions we take each and every day. According to Rabbi Galinkin, in every place where God's Torah is observed with strength and with purity, then our earthly life becomes a chariot for God's presence. And God has a place to dwell on this earth. In other words, we must turn our homes, our communities, wherever we are, into a house of God by sanctifying each of these places through our actions. It's not about avoiding the challenges of the mundane tasks that complicate life, but rather making a conscious choice to sanctify our lives through the choices we make each day, 
through the mitzvot that we do, through our actions. Abraham Joshua Heschel always said that living a Jewish life begins not through a leap of faith, but through a leap of action. This morning we read, See, this day I set before you blessing and curse. Blessing if you follow my commandments and curse if you do not. The truth is that there are no guarantees in life. We all have known good, righteous people who have suffered and wicked or those who seem to be who have flourished. Perhaps the teaching here is that life is filled with blessings and curses, joyous moments and challenges. And through it all, is the actions we take, the mitzvot we do, that will help us to find meaning. As we begin to prepare for the new year, I challenge each of us to consciously choose to do one mitzvah a day. Maybe it's joining our daily minion or coming back home to synagogue or introducing yourself to someone sitting near you. Or maybe it's calling a loved one that you haven't spoken with in a while. Maybe it's paying closer attention to our brothers and sisters who live on our streets. Maybe it's finding a way to bring peace into our homes and into our community. Or maybe, maybe it's going to a hospital, not to check the list of patients to make sure our name is not listed, but to visit someone who needs a loving hand and a bright smile. Shabbat Shalom.